Got it. Okay. Okay, fellas. So uh, it's it now. This is Erev Hanukkah. It's Erev Hanukkah. And I was just saying that, uh, you know, we learn, we always say that from the Nes Nigla, right? The Pach Shemin that burned for eight days. From Nes Nigla, we learn to Nisorim, Nistorim. Some say to the Milchama. I don't know if the Milchama was a Nes Nisa so much. In any case, but uh, as I looked over the Tefillah for Hanukkah, he said, that's what we need. We need the Nisim that we had in those days. We need it now. We need it now. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story that's going around Hatzalah. True story. Which happened on October 7th. When they first came, Hamas took over the police station in Stedrot. They took over the police station. And they, uh, they killed the, the, the occupants, the policemen and the people that were there. And they took over. And their snipers were on top of the roof of the police station. And they were shooting everybody that came in sight. Um, there was an officer, police officer that was shot and was bleeding badly. But he was lying in the, Grounds not far from the police station. And anybody tried to reach him, which they certainly did, they would, you know, the, 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 the snipers would shoot at them. So they couldn't get near him. And he's going to bleed to death. But what could they do? What could they do? So one of the Atsala members, he was, he was a, he was a tzala, he was a, I think he's a rebbe also, I think he's a very harsh of a guy, but he also knows how to use a gun. So one of the tzala members said, uh, told, told another one, listen, said, you give a burst, a burst of firing, give it all you got, so that they'll lower their heads, and as they lower their heads, I'm going to run and grab him and drag him. Okay, he did it. They all, all the people who had guns over there gave Mamash a long burst of firing, right? And he ran and grabbed this guy and he dragged him, but he couldn't get very far. There was a dumpster. So he dragged him to the other side of the dumpster. And there he tried to do as much first days as he could do to stop the bleeding. It, it helped somewhat. But it, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. He had to get him to a hospital very fast. He had to get him to a hospital. He tried to move away from the dumpster shooting. He could, he could move. He was trapped behind his dumpster. He was trapped. This other person was trapped. They couldn't move. They didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. Suddenly, suddenly, a car came from nowhere. A car came, went right next to the dumpster and stopped 
right? Stopped right there, giving him coverage, right? The person, you know, went out of the, ran out of the car, just ran away. Wow. From nowhere. So he dragged, he dragged the man away and, and, and the, and the car served to protect him as he went away to safe ground. Later he found out who drove his car there, right? There was someone who Nebuch was shell shot. Mama shell shot. He couldn't, he couldn't take the shooting. He had, he had from, 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 from the past, he had been shell shot. And when he heard that, that Hamas had attacked, so he, he got in his car and he said, he's going to drive. Where's the safest place in Shed Road? The police station. So he's going to drive to the police station, right? He comes close to the police station and sees they're shooting from the police station. They're shooting at people. So he just parked his car and ran. Meanwhile, he gave him a chance to get away. That was, uh, that's a story that's going around. Uh, it's a true story, of course, that's going around at Salah. Hashem arranged it just in time to invade to escape and get this person to hospital. Okay. You know, I, I, I said I was going to give a share. I want to give a share on Hanukkah. I'll tell you the truth. I've, I've I've been running back and forth between Herzog, where my wife is now, right? The yeshiva. I, I just barely got a chance to to, to set my my menorah, my Hanukkah. Um, I hope I hope I'm not going to bore you, but I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you this story that we say every year. At least it'll bring some good memories back, I hope. Remember that we close the lights, we sit down, we light some candles, and I told the true story, a true story. I heard it from the daughter of the person it happened to, who himself was a Rosh Hashiva. Hashiva of Chicago tells. And uh, the story goes like this. There he goes like this. He and another boy, they were young. They were on the Trans-Siberian Railroad. The Germans were advancing, and they were trying to escape the advancing Germans. Going across Siberia and from there to the east, the far east, like so many others did. But it was a long trip and uh, and the Germans were, were, were coming in fast. They were trying to escape. And it was going through miles and miles of forests and snow, wind, severe weather conditions. The train would go on and on. And these fellows were also a little bit afraid of the Russians. 
The Russians weren't that much more peaceful to the Jews than the Germans in Maximov Zichron. So whenever they would do anything, they would do it between the cars. And Jane went on. One day, he said to his friend, he said, you know, you know what tomorrow is? His friend who was trying to keep a little bit of the calendar said, yeah, tomorrow's the first day of Hanukkah. So he told his friend, you know what we have to do? He said, oh, you're crazy. We can't do it. We can't do it now. Not even their issue base on. We can't, we can't, we can't light Hanukkah we're being, we're trying to escape. He said, I have a plan. I have a plan. He said, if you notice, the train stops almost, the train stops every day. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, but it stops. Take on coal to, to take on whatever, mail, some passengers, whatever. Sometimes it's just fuel, but it stops. And when it stops, he says, right. so the doors open on one side, facing the station. The, the doors open on both sides, but, 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 I will sneak out the door that's opening away from the station and will go underneath the car and there near the wheels there's some dripping oil. I will try to fill up a small cup with oil at least enough to burn one wick to burn one. We'll take a wick from our tear our shirt take a wick and, 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 we can, we can burn for, for the shit that we needed to burn. You're, you're crazy. They'll see you. They'll shoot. They'll kill you. They'll think that you're sabotaging the train. He said, I have to try. It's Hanukkah. You have to try. So sure enough, the train stopped in the morning. He got him to take the train quickly. He'd been watching it. He said he had, he had, I think, nine minutes. Nine minutes. The usual stop. It's just taking on fuel. And it was dripping, dripping. Not fast enough. It was dripping and dripping. Finally, he thought maybe I had enough. And there was a, whoo, the horn of the engine started to ride. And, and he, he could hear, shh, he could hear the train starting to move, right? Quickly, he, 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 he lifted himself up with all his kayak and he, and he, and he just barely got into the train as, as, as the train started moving. But they had it. He had a cup and he had some oil. And that evening, they went between cars. And they tore their shirts. They made a wick. They made the brachas. They lit the mirror of Hanukkah. And that happened the second day and the third day. Every day, the train stopped. Now was the eighth day. Now was the eighth day. And 
The morning passed, the afternoon was getting towards evening. The train didn't stop. They're going through a very, very heavily forested area. Very few people living there. It was really Siberia. And the train's going on and on. And then it's the evening. It's the evening already. Sunset, the evening. And the train didn't stop. And they're waiting. They're both actually waiting. They're saying, his friend was saying to heal him. He was learning. Please, please, stop. The train's not stopping. It didn't stop. Finally, it got late. It got in the evening. 11, 12, midnight. One o'clock, two o'clock. They knew they had till four o'clock because at that time there'd be sunrise or something. You know, it would be, it would be too late, four or five o'clock. I don't know, whatever it was. They had, they had a time they had to, they had to light before then to be in the midst of Hanukkah for, for the last day of Hanukkah. But the train wasn't stopping. And finally his friend said, listen, I, I can't, I can't keep my eyes open. He said, if, if somehow, if somehow the train stops, wake me up, wake me up. He fell asleep. But he said, I can't sleep. I'm waiting. The train has to stop. He's waiting and waiting. Please, Hashem, he said, please don't let them have this Nitzachon over us. Give us the Kayach to light the last, the last night of Hanukkah. Give us the Kayach to light to overcome our enemies. Hashem, it's up to you. It's in your hands. Give us the Kayach. Suddenly there was a burst of fresh cold air. And he opens his eyes and he sees he sees standing there at, at the edge of the car was it was a man with a white beard. Chubby man with a big box in front of them holding on to the box. They were saying, buy this, and, and he's speaking in, in Russian, buy this, buy that, buy it. You know, this is for sale, this is cheap, this is expensive, this is good, whatever. He goes around. The man comes close and holds his box. So so he knew enough Russian to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. He looks in the box. Maybe there's something there that can burn. Maybe something can burn. At the edge of the box he sees a candle, a real candle. Like a like a like a like a, like a yard like it. In, in, a, in, a, in a round thing, a candle. So, so he, he quickly gives, he gives him money. He takes it. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. And he goes on. Out there, the end of the car. He has his candle. He wakes up. His, Where did you get that? Where did you take that candle? He said, I'll tell you later. Let's go. Let's light. We only have, we only have another half an hour. Let's go. They went between the cars, they lit the candle. Ah, Allah Nisan. Allah Nisan. After they lit, after the half an hour burned, his friend says, come, I, I, I gotta see, I gotta see it. He told him the story. I gotta see this guy. So they started walking towards the back of the train. Car after car. Not there. Not there. Another car, not there. Finally, they asked, I was, 
there was most of the conductors were very cruel. There was one conductor that was a decent fellow. And I asked him, tell me something. This big fat guy that was selling had the big box, he was, he was selling his wares. Where did he go? Where did he get onto the train? Where did he go? And the conductor said, listen, I know it's been a tough trip. It's been too hard on you fellows. You better sit down and rest a little bit. But the train hasn't stopped. And it's not stopping again. It's not stopping until until the morning. No fellow got on the train. Nobody was selling his wares. You know, you 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 you, you must have you must be overtired or something. Sit down and rest a bit. That's it. And that's the story. That's the story. That's the Nes Hanukkah. And sometimes when a person does whatever he can do, goes way beyond his kayach, refuses to accept the obstacles that are preventing him from doing the Ratzon Hashem. And he's going to do the Ratzon Hashem. Sometimes a Kodesh Baruch Hu sends us a Navi. Navi. To enable us to do the Ratzon Hashem. Now we ask Hashem. Yamimahem. Coming to Hanukkah. We need your help every day. Another two, another four, another three. Every day, too many good people are, are being killed. We have to overcome the terrorists. We have to overcome Hamas Yemak Shemam, Hezbollah Yemak Shemam. We have to overcome them. We're suffering. Eretz Yisrael is suffering. We need Bisman Hashem. We need the Nesim, the Nesim of Bisman Hashem. We need the Nesim. I don't know about you guys, but in our yeshiva we shout, Matir Asurim, Ruchat Hashem, Matir Asurim. We need to save those that are captured. We need to destroy the enemy. Hashem, do Nisim for us as you did in those days. Bisman Hazeh. Do it, Bisman Hazeh. Thank you guys. Have a great Hanukkah. Hanukkah Sameach. Thank you, Rebbe. Thank you, Rebbe. Thank you, Rebbe. Thank you, Rebbe. Rufu Shleim into the Rebbe Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rebbe. Thank you, Rebbe.